I realize that this journey, I'm going to receive some benefits from this journey, but it's, I feel like I'm here to affect the people that I'm going to be training and that I can affect because how things be coming so like abundantly, I'll be like, okay, yeah, it's not about me. It's about these 15 kids that's about to hopefully to get a scholarship one day, you know what I mean? <laughs>appreciative y'all reached out definitely excited to, for tonight you know oh absolutely same here man same here so same. hey we, we ready to, ready to get started man i didn't already hit record so we rolling g yes sir oh we rolling yeah hey, let's rolling. go let's go <laughs> <laughs> all right man give me just a second there let's get it popping all right yo 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 man it's uh Greg with the City of Savages podcast, man. And uh, shout out to my co-host. You already know what it is. Yo, yo, what's up? It's Cam. Yeah, man. And check this out, man. We got a very, very, very special guest with us today, man. Our boy, uh, Reggie Ellington, man. Shout out to you, man. What's going on? What's happening? What's going on? What's going on? And call uh, it, man. How you this way? Yeah, man. How your week been? Oh, so far this week has been good. Um, today has been pretty smooth. Usually Wednesday, I get a little, I train early and I, um, my evening is a little bit more relaxed. Wednesday is a hectic day for me. So yesterday was pretty crazy. Mm, gotcha. Gotcha. Right, right. Well, look, man, we're going to, uh, we, we, first of all, man, we appreciate you for joining us today, man. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know, man, um, to our listeners, uh, Reggie go way back with us, man. We went to school with Reggie, man. And, uh, but we want to, you know, make sure that we uh, introduce him the right way. So uh, without further ado, um, Reggie Ellington is originally from Fayetteville County, Georgia. That is a suburb of Atlanta. Graduated from Sandy Creek High School in 20, uh, excuse me, 2005 and uh, attended yes. Charleston Southern University. On a full athletic scholarship, man. Shout out to that to, uh, to play uh, running back, man. Um, so shout out, to, shout out to that, man. Um, there he began uh, his studies in kinesiology and exercise physiology, graduated with a Bachelor of Science in kinesiology, minor in business administration, class of 2010. Shout out to everybody in uh, 2010, man, Charleston Southern University. Hey. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, since that time, though, uh, Reggie has uh, worked as a mental health technician at a local psychiatric hospital, professional mover. Uh, also in uh, elementary school behavior health advisor, uh, and that was to uh, uh, kids in the second grade. He also worked at Velocity Sports Performance as a speed coach um, until they closed their doors in 2013, worked with cancer patients at uh, MUSC and Roper Hospital, and uh, last but not least, man had a three-year career at Orange Theory Fitness, and that was from 2014 to 2017. Um, and yes, actually, that was the... Uh, um, last paying job for Reggie, uh, from, and from there we are, we're here now. Uh, he created uh, fast, which stands for fast at athletic, uh, sports and training in, uh, 2013. Yes. And fitness um, and sports training. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the correction, man. And, um, he went, um, went on to start dad and that's, that's where we are now. And, uh, been rocking ever since, man. So shout out to Reggie, man. And, yo, that's, that's dope, man. That, like that, that entire... That entire growth from from that point, man. So yeah, for sure. 
hella growth, man. Uh, I remember. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, me and you. Yeah, hey, Rage, I remember uh, you and I linked up in like 2017 and you told me you was going you was looking at some spots downtown and you was going to get your get your building and start yeah start your club man so yes hey, man. man that's crazy how time flies bro it's, i know man hey, I'm super super proud of you bro super proud of you man i, I it's it's so it's so dope you, to bro. see uh you know cats you know tell you about their dreams and they make it come true man to see to see that come true is so dope likewise man I'm 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 extremely proud as well, you know. Absolutely. Thank y'all, man. I definitely appreciate y'all having me on the show today. Hey, I'm excited. Um, actually, this is my first official podcast. I've been like um just um interviewed a couple of times on like just like some quick stuff, but so mm -hmm. just right here, you know, I'm excited about it. Um, right. and also um the fact that y'all started this up um during the time that. Things are, you know, in the nation around the world was was you know, getting pretty crazy, and yeah. it was a way for all of us to connect, man. So I definitely exactly. appreciate y'all doing this. Absolutely, man. Hey, man. Appreciate that. <laughs> hey, appreciate that for real. And uh, you know, yes, um, just like Cam said, we are, you know, we are very proud of you, man. It's um, it's not only inspirational, man, but it's motivational. Yeah. And um, you know, we we gonna get into that, man. But um. To start off, we actually like to you like to start with an origin story. So basically, man, before we get get too far into it, tell us a little bit about you know yourself, where you grew up, how you got started with football at Sandy Creek, what it was like getting a full athletic okay. scholarship to play at CSU, man. Man, most definitely. Okay, okay, let's see. Um, so number one, I'm originally from Riverdale, Georgia. That's like a city that's closest to the airport um, in Atlanta. Oh yeah, okay. and um. It's, it's on, I grew up on the line between College Park and Riverdale. And okay. it's off a road, uh, old National Highway. Now, um, that, and that leads all the way to the airport. The reason I'm bringing it up is um, about, I'll say middle school, that's when I moved over to, oh, excuse me, end of elementary school, I moved over to Fayette County, which is on the same street. Um, it's just like three miles down, you know what I mean? It's just right. different, um, different counties. So uh, going to Fayette, it was a culture shock, to be honest, because I went from, an all black school to uh, more of a mixed school. Mm, and okay. um, that's when, you know, you start to see um, different cultures. You start to understand that like people are just like you, but they just have backgrounds until they get taught otherwise. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, right. Right. So um, from there, um, I actually started playing football when I was eight. Um, and that became, <laughs> it's just because um, I had a lot of energy, used to like to do um, play rough. So my dad was like, yeah, we gotta get you signed up for football. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so you gotta go hit somebody because <laughs> yeah, you play yeah, around. Yeah. You know play. <laughs> yeah. Hold on one second. Let me uh show this thing. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. So sorry about that. Um. Now from there, actually, I wasn't that good at first. I was fast. Um, and I could, I could, like remember the plays good, but I couldn't, I couldn't catch that good and. It was like, hey, it took a while for me to develop my skill, but I always had speed. Um, right. So to end up um, going through high school and honestly, I went to Sandy Creek High School. That's just, I went to high school. I don't talk about this enough, especially I'm on my journey as a sports. I went to high school with um, Calvin Johnson, um, Megatron. Mm -hmm. It was a um, big one of the best wide receivers ever came through the NFL. Oh, yeah. And right. me and him played yeah. for three years. 
And, oh, that's dope. Um, honestly, because he he graduated '04, uh, year before me, mm-hmm. and it was like a just getting the exposure of him coming. I mean, of him being recruited had big time um, colleges coming to the school. Yeah. So right, it, right. Um, basically going from ninth grade and and basically increasing um, and skill. It made me see like I was like a little bit more serious. We got like Miami coming to the school, North Carolina, because they come to see right. him. So I'm like, right. man, it make you want to aspire, make you aspire to be better, because you know, like, hey, I'm trying to get that scholarship too. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, right. So, right. funny story, real quick. So it was a, um, it was a running back that was in front of me, um, named Cal. Um, excuse me, his name is Kelvin German. Shout out to Kelvin German. He in Atlanta. Um, he has a fitness business as well. And okay. um, he, um, after he graduated. Basically, I was next up to play running back. I was in tenth grade though. I was like five, five, like one fifty. You know what I'm saying? One forty, like small. I'm a little. I ain't hit like another spurt until a little bit later. But anyway, okay. So I'm thinking like I'm about to start be the starting running back. Like as a tenth grader, about to do my thing. Then he come adversity. I had mm-hmm. a um had a running back come down from Memphis, Tennessee, five nine, yeah. two oh five, run a four four. Already Dang. had out of attributes, you know. Yeah, so yeah. It was like, it was like, um, yeah. It was like a what is it called? Like, um, it was a it was humbling for me, right? Um, yeah. Because I had to realize, like, hey, like, yes, uh, everything you thought you was prepared for, like, not yet, brother, not yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, right. Um, that kind of, those kind of situations have definitely prepped me to now because I've definitely had a bunch of humbling moments in my life to. Remind me that like no, it's not about your work ethic. It's not about um, who you are. You, things good and things bad happen throughout your life, and a lot yeah. of them because of your decisions too. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Thanks. So, um, but to to fast forward a little bit, uh, you asked me about uh, athletic scholarship. Man, that was a blessing. So, Charleston, right? Um, before, like as a as any athlete, you know, you want to go to a big school, you know, mm-hmm. and. I got um, I got recruited by the biggest school that recruited me was Georgia, but it was only offering fifty percent scholarship, and okay. at a school like that, it's pretty expensive. Um, right. So um, another school was uh, I wanted to go to Eastern Carolina um, or Tennessee State because I was um, my brother was urging me to go to HBCU because um, mm-hmm. he uh, he was right. going to um, Georgia Southern, and then uh, he stopped going and he was like, bro. Hey man, for the fam, man, you need to go to an HBCU, get that real experience, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pledge. And he was like, bro, you would, you would love it, you know what I mean? Um, so right. anyway, Charleston Southern started reaching out. And honestly, I came to Charleston for the first time that February 2005. And it was, it was, I liked it. It was different. You know, Charleston back then and Charleston now was, was a big difference. And plus, oh, yeah. I didn't know what to expect, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. so right. um Basically, how I ended up in Charleston was that was a Friday through Sunday weekend that I did a recruiting visit. Um, that honestly, that Tuesday, Coach called and was like, "Hey, basically, you got 24 hours to let us know if you want the scholarship or not, because um, you know we got a lot, we got a lot of kids that we can offer this to." Mm-hmm. And that was really my first visit, so I'm like, "Oh man, like." I don't like, I'm trying to, what do I, do? I don't want to lose do do? this opportunity, but right. I do want to see, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. So um, I just went, my family and I, we all prayed about it. We just, I just breathe, you know what I mean? Wrote it down. Like, hey, 
I've committed to the decision, man. Charleston Southern, hey, Charleston's a place to be, you know? Yeah. And hey, basically, it's been history since, you know? <laughs> word, word. That's what's yes, up, sir. man. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. So when you when you got to um, when you got to CSU, how was it? Uh, how'd you feel about like the talent level? Was that another culture shock for you, or did you feel like you fit in when you got there? Okay, so CSU. All right, um, I felt that. All right, okay, just because of the mentality of wanting to go to a larger school, I was definitely appreciative and I felt super blessed that I had the opportunity to have a scholarship. But I was kind of like, like, man, I was kind of like, man, this little school got a little football field. You know, I was kind of, <laughs> I wasn't like hating on it, but I was like, man, we'll see. I had to like- a little bit of, it a little bit of skepticism. Um, I know, cause you know, it was kind of like another high school. Yeah. Right. It was kind of like another high school, but I was just happy to be able to like um, go out of state and go play football. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. And at that for free. Right. So, but when I realized, and I, um, Ishmael, I don't know if y'all remember Ishmael, but yeah. um, he yeah. came down with me. He went to high school with me. Um, you remember Ishmael? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. Um, him and um, this dude, heck yeah, um, him and this dude Justin Williams, uh, with the dreads. He was yeah. on my way too. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Uh, I remember so Justin. we all came down. It felt pretty comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, so, that's dope when you can come down. I know, I know y'all boys go back. Huh? Oh yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. Well, y'all met. I met y'all boys before I met. Before I even met Greg, I met because y'all was on campus a little bit early, and I was on campus early because I had done a. Um, so I came to CSU on a scholarship on the computer science. Uh, I was doing a computer science program initially. Hey. And um, <laughs> yeah, so they gave me a they gave me a partial scholarship to uh to start yeah. in that computer science program and so the caveat was um, i had to start in summer two um to mm. take to start taking some classes right um gotcha. so that's why i so i started actually started school in, in 2005 i started school in july where everybody else came in in august i had already been living in the quads you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so i was there before so i knew so i had met you ish and, and justin before i met most most of the other cats but y'all was there a little bit early i remember that um, man and all that stuff yeah man yeah yeah so yeah i remember i remember y'all boys as thick as thieves and i was trying to walk on at the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, Most man. definitely. No, man. But I remember, I still remember this, um, Cam, because I remember you was in the Brewer Center. Um, you was lifting with somebody. Um, and I don't know if it was Greg, but it was somebody. But I remember you was like repping 205 for like sets of 10. And I was like, but that boy Cam's strong as hell. But I remember this shit. <laughs> like, I remember like, yeah. when you was doing like four rounds of 10, I was like, okay, that's the last round, but he's still making 10. I was like, okay, he's strong as hell right there. <laughs> yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie. When I, when I came out of high school, though, I was a beast. Like, I was small. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, my arms were big. You were big. Though, bro. Yeah, no, my, yeah, my arms is big. Like, but I was, only, I was only weighing like 175. So I really was trying to get my weight yeah. up some more. But I was strong because I could bench like 315 easy when I got out of high school. Ah, yeah, so I, I was, you know, I was decent on the on the bench, you know, and I was squatting like, I don't know, 350, 365, something like that. So that's um, decent though, shoot. Yeah, it's decent, you know. But yeah, man, the, the, my biggest yeah. my biggest remember, thing coming out was was my speed. So you you had the speed, I ain't had the speed. That's what <laughs> that's what I was 
uh lacking that. So I had to <laughs> I had to compensate with strength, man. Hey, you gotta hey, you gotta use your strength, you know what I mean? Gotta yeah, use what, what works for you. I feel you though, man. Yeah, and that's man. what that's another I, I actually talk to my athletes about a lot about that, but we'll we'll talk about that. But you know what's funny? I remember Greg because I remember like I think it was our freshman year or sophomore year. Um, you both pulled up with the red Corvette, or that was your pops, or somebody pulled up, and I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I remember <laughs> yeah, that like yeah. vividly coming out, coming out into the front of the quads yeah. and being like, shout out to somebody around and clean out this thing for real, for real. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. That was that was uh, that was my pride and joy, man. I, I'm um, I got that from my pops actually in high school. So uh, he made me work yes, for so. it though. I had to I had to work for it. I had to pay for it, um, and all that. But uh, I remember I got a junior year, and I was like, man, I'm gonna be. Yeah. I was like, I was like, let me push this to college. You know what I'm saying? Because I can't. I came to CSU on a different story, man. I um I didn't have any scholarship. Um, I I was a I was a C student in high school, bro. Like, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was chilling. I came as a C student, and um, I remember I took the ACT. And my scores were like they were just okay, but I uh, I had like worked my behind off, um, at, like my last year of high school, and mm. uh, they were like, well, we, we we're gonna mm. let you in, but you need to do a little bit better on ACT. I think I might have like increased my like I studied so hard, like I don't know what it was. I think it was because they was kind of rejecting me, but I was like, I really want to go to CSU because mm. I love like the, I think it was because it was small, mm. and to your point, it just seemed like it yeah. was just gonna be like it was gonna be like a like a family type homie type feel, but you still like not too far away from the beach. Yeah. So I was like, man, I think, I think I want to go here. So I ended up increasing, my, I ended up increasing my score between like 10 to 15 points oh, uh, on, on the ACT. And That's um, major they were, too. yeah. And they were, yeah. and I came back to the admissions <laughs> office and they was like, they was like, you good. So we'll see you in the fall. I was like, that's, that's what's up. up. Let's go. Yeah, Let's man. go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. man. Hey. So, it, it, it was all meant to be, man. You know what I mean? Absolutely, sometimes, absolutely. Sometimes we can't even tell up front, but hey, yeah, it's all hey, part of the story, you know. Exactly. It, it, it's all part of the story, man. So, so Reggie, would you did you always play running back? Um. Okay, so when I first started playing football, I played offensive line. Um, really? When I was playing rec ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I play offensive line. So, um, there was, I, I honestly was just because I was, I wasn't fat. I was just a little bit shorter and thicker. Mm-hmm. And at the time, we already had an experienced running back. He was, he had, I remember being, I didn't know how to play for real. For real. <laughs> uh, so, I, I didn't become running back until I was like, um, until I was 10. Okay. Um, so that was okay. like the, the, that was the second year, the third year I played football, and uh, after that I stayed playing running back from ten until basically twenty two. Okay. So twelve years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my last year, um, my last year, my last actual, um, my red shirt sophomore year at CSU, um, they changed. I switched my position to from running back to corner. Um, okay. So. And that's a crazy story, but basically I had to relearn how to had to learn how to play defense. It, yeah. it was different. <laughs> <laughs> I bet hey, that's that's wild. So like I have to ask, uh, you like defense or offense more? My brother, after playing running back all those years, 
Hey, switching over to the dark side, bro. I'm a, I'm a fan, man. Hey, they got me, cuz. <laughs> got me, cuz. Hey, corner, man. Something about corner, bro. Like being out there on that island, like it's just really an athleticism battle. But it's mm-hmm. like timing. It's like it's it's like preparation. You know what I mean? People man, don't man. understand. If you study film. People don't. I I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just gonna say. I mean, I played corner. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I uh, I played corner, man, and I I honestly wish I would have stayed with it. But like y'all boys, man, y'all was, you know, um, I didn't start lifting until college, bro. Like you know, what I'm saying, like really lifting. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I stopped playing in high school. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I was like the smallest on the team when I started playing B team. Um, and then well, I first started playing in seventh grade, but then I started playing B team. Um, mm. but I mean, coming out of coming out of what college bro i might have been 140 soaking wet bro so mm. i didn't i didn't really see i didn't really i yeah i didn't really see myself like having a um you know a you know career or future in playing football but yeah. maybe I, maybe if i had the same size that i have now i might have continued because bro i didn't stop growing until after i graduated college you know it's mm. different no, bro it's different i've seen that i was like damn greg I <laughs> yeah yeah facts dog. Oh. facts no. That yeah. I, I, I saw this picture, so it was like maybe like four years ago. I think you was doing the Spartans, and I was like, yeah. I ain't never knew Greg was that big in college, bro. I was like, brother got swole, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Greg definitely, he definitely got swole uh, at the college because, because yeah, if you remember him freshman year, he was skinny as yeah, hell. <laughs> I was, I was short, I was short, I was skinny, but Hell yeah, but yeah, man. But um, but I remember playing corner, man, and uh, that was. That was fun, man. I, I I was small, but I could hit. And I remember I remember one of my best hits, man. I made this <laughs> uh, this uh receiver's going through going across the middle, man. I told him legs up and he did a somersault. <laughs> I thought I I thought I broke my oh. man's neck the way the way he landed. Mm. But uh but uh no corner like across like, that middle. It do. Uh and yeah. playing cornerback, yeah. man, it's the only I mean playing playing quarterback and playing certain defensive roles, especially like playing, you know, DB, it's different, man. Just like you said, being out there on the island, it's, it's a lot of technical aspects you don't realize, so. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, facts, man. man. And then once you start to get it down pat, man, you can start to get that DB swag, hey, it's over. It's oh, over. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, it's funny. Um, most most cornerbacks, so I always looked at, I played in high school. I played. Uh, I played a little bit of wide right receiver, but I played tight end and, and linebacker mostly. A little bit. I played D DN too. Uh, yeah. So I was. I was offense and defense on the. Like I played all game. You know, my, uh, hey, especially bro. senior year. But both sides. I always both sides, man. <laughs> but you know, I always looked at because I. You know, I'm like I'm thinking I'm strong, so I always looked at the the cornerbacks. I'm always like hey, they punts. I'm just going if you try to if you try to jam me. I want you to try to jam me because I'm gonna overpower you, and that's how I'm gonna get loose. You know what I'm saying? But right. man, I remember ah. this. But I, re- yeah, I remember I realized some cornerbacks ain't punks, dog. Some cornerbacks, <laughs> some cornerbacks uh, trills. Bro. Like I remember we were playing, we were playing bro, Greenville, they- Greenville High, and like Greenville High, they they keep a stacked team. You know? They they always stack. They like they got D1 players every year. They got like four, five D1 players like every year. Uh, but I remember this this corner mm. man. He was probably about the same size as me. You know, I'm thinking I'm strong. He he come to jam me. I'm thinking I'm gonna run through him. He caught me up under the shoulder pads. It was a wrap, <laughs> y'all. I couldn't even get loose. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> so that's why I realized, like, all right, yeah, I gotta get yeah. a different. Like yeah, some yeah. some of these cats, they different. Some cats is different. Uh, so, but yeah, man. 
yeah, I definitely understood. I learned that in college too. Yeah, Some folks just super That's strong. Funny. Yeah, yeah, facts, man. But um, yeah, but yeah, man. Look, I want to so kind of get back um, into. Uh, oh, Greg, Greg, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I mean we we on the same page. I was going to say so. Uh, just you know, after um, CSU and basically you your um, you got your BS in kinesiology, exercise physiology, yes. um, and minor in a you know, business administration. Yes. Um, so with that, has being a trainer always been a passion, a dream for you? And is is that kind of where you wanted to take your career with um, with your you know with your education? Okay, so originally um, I wanted to go to school for physical therapy. Okay. Um, I have an uncle uh, that was a physical therapist. He's an occupational therapist. And okay. like, he was like basically the rich uncle almost. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. and um, they, okay. I mean, he got a house built from the ground. Um, and I was like, man, like, what are you doing? But he was always fit. Yeah. Um, right. So, but I was just very interested and I was always interested in the body. And I was always, and I always had a lot of energy. So I like exercising, you know? Um, right. So, uh, CSU didn't offer um, any pre-physical therapy programs or physical therapy programs. Right. And around that time, um, around right before we graduated, they switched um, the, what is it? The um, physical therapy program into a doctorate program called the DPT program. And it's okay. basically nine more okay. semesters after you get your bachelor, bachelor's. So I was like thinking, I was like, okay, I did some shadowing at a um, physical therapy clinic and okay. it just wasn't up to my speed, man. It was kind of like very boring. It was like, I was, we were working with, um, in that specific clinic, we were working with like most of the patients were 70 plus. Um, and right. it was just like, man, this is, I could definitely be um, rewarding for these clients. I, I, we can make it fun, but I wouldn't be doing a, myself a service. Cause I, it's like, I, I can do a lot more than this, you know? Not, yeah. not, not the knowledge part, but as far as the ability, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. it just became uh, into fitness. Okay. Cool, cool right. deal, man. Yeah, man. So you, so when, when it comes, I'm kind of skipping forward a little bit, but um, okay. you, you started taking your, I realized, you know, what you do now, it's, a, it's kind of in a different arena than what most um, physical trainers do, right? So like, you know, you, you see the typical physical trainer, especially on Instagram now, you know, they're mostly doing different exercise, like resistance training and things like that. But yes. your stuff, you, you base your stuff, you kind of took your, your athletic career, like as a running back and, and all the things that you learn as a running back and you put that into like a fitness program, right? Kind of tell us, tell us about that. How did you, how'd you come up with fast? Like what, what inspired you to do that? Man, that's a good question, man. I appreciate you. So, all right, like, well, we can't, we can't, um, I feel like I don't want to progress without addressing the elephant in the room of like how I end up even getting into like fitness. Yeah. Um, so, um, the, during, okay, so I say 2000, May 2008, let's go back to May 2008, um, mm. 2009, excuse me. Um, okay, so the, no, it's, I say it's actually the end of April, 2009. Uh, so it's picture okay. day. All right. I got, I got, I got to plug this in because I'm soon to be sharing this um, to the world. Soon as things have progressed a little bit more, um, you know, even on a larger um, platform with face, Facebook, whatever. So 
uh, with that, um, when that, it was picture day, all right, with the football team. It's my actually my last year, and I got one season left, all right. And um, boom, picture day just happened to be on April 21st, uh, the day after 420, all right. Uh, at this point, um, we didn't even uh, football spring football was over, so we like, oh, we in the clear sign of party. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, boom, got slapped with a uh, got slapped with a um, a school drug test, and got caught for smoking weed. Mm. Um, then, basically, went through this process to where, since I was on scholarship, um, like, hey, I'm on scholarship. How am I protected? And they're like, yeah, you are protected, but there are students on the campus that were already excused, as well as um, a lot. Because it was like, what happened was. What prompted all this was it was a party, and at a party um, that one of the athletes were at, it was a lot of beer bottles in the background. They, um, one of the students reported that it was weed there and stuff oh, like that. Okay. Uh, um, so the coach was like, "He gonna start drug testing everybody." All yeah. right, then um, boom. So with that being said, to, uh, to fast forward, um, I had to take 365 day punishment basically. You know, um, mm. got suspended, but I didn't get expelled. Um, because I was just, I fought my case. I was like, man, I've been putting in work as a, as an athlete. My grades aren't bad. I was an AB student. I had maybe I see a couple of C's on that bad boy. But um, <laughs> at the end of the day, um, it was like, hey, um, I didn't have any other. It's like, hey, I haven't right. caused any issues. I'm just right. being a young college student. I'm a small right. little butt. Now, um, right. boom, when I was at home, though, oh, I had to move back at home with the folks. Mm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a hey, not cool, not right, cool. Right. But um, anyway, during that time, though, man, during that time, I learned a lot about myself. It was humbling. I ended up going to Georgia State for a little bit, um, downtown Atlanta, and yeah. I ended up linking up with a guy who owned a gym. And I also um, went back to, I met this guy when I was up there. Um, that used to, came to my high school and taught us a speed program when I was in 11th grade. Mm. So I ran into him. Okay. And he like, okay. what you doing? I was like, man, got in trouble. And, you know, he was like, look, man, hey, you're a young man. You're going to bump your head a couple times. Come see me. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. So um, I let him know what I wanted to do. And he was like, okay, cool, man. Um, I think Monday, man, be a good time for you to come in. And next thing you know, I um, he told me the time to come in. I guess he already like knew. He prepped that I was going to be, I came early and he, it still was like already planned. And I got there, they just finished warming up with this group. And he was like, okay, um, yeah, this coach Reggie right here, he's going to be the coach for the day. I'm about to head out. Um, Y'all take it. <laughs> I was like, hold up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, time out to- <laughs> I ain't even like, he threw me in fire, bro. Like, <laughs> hey, that's, so hey, that's, he was like, that's basically, dope. he went, okay, yeah. So, basically um after that um i end up going back to csu nah i'm not stopping my whole goal in the first up that don't mean you not finish school you know what i mean mm-hmm. so um end up going back finished right. up um that december um and you know you gotta walk to make your mom proud now you know you gotta you know you gotta do your thing now so oh, yeah. um after that um basically the fitness I kind of went, uh, I kind of went left with um, performance and fitness for a little bit, and that's when um, Greg was reading at the beginning. I was, I was doing a lot of odd jobs just to find out what I was trying to do in my career. Yeah, you know, because I know, right. I, I know what I can use my degree um, with the body 
healthy and health, but I wasn't sure if like I wanted to be a personal trainer. You know what I mean? I was like, nah, that's not my thing. Right, so right. um to answer your question, Cam, um the my my whole model and my whole um what I offer at fast is based on the seven core values of fast. All right. And um there they are mobility, balance, coordination, stability, speed, strength, and power. All right. Now um with those um, you're gonna get some of that each session, whether it's gonna be fitness or performance. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and with my background in sports and my passion to see athletes get better um, and see their confidence grow after they see themselves increasing skill, um, it became more like, hey, you know, um, I I, can, I connect with these young athletes better than I do with uh, a person trying to lose fat or right. uh, trying to lose weight. Or uh, so it was. Um, it I was naturally pushed that way. Then. Um, the last piece of the puzzle was um, just talking to my mom about it. You know, just um, she just reminded me of some things that I used to do when I was a kid. Just like me and my uncle, um, I had a different uncle that was a, he was in the he was a marine, mm-hmm. and he used to make me and all my cousins do push-ups. And like he yeah. was like my mom said, used to light up when I used to do the push-up competition. She was like, you always been in that kind of stuff. So she was like, you should just trust your heart, Reggie, and just go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um. So basically. That's how I kind of, that, that what kind of got me into um, full going with the performance and fitness is like, hey, this is what I'm already good at. Like, why am I, st- what am I still looking for? You know what I mean? Like, I already have what I right. need. Yeah. Just go with you right. good at, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's a dope story, Reggie. Yeah, Thank, so, you, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Very good story, man. So, like, before before you did your own thing, you were working at, and, and I'm gonna go back to the to the you know some of the odd jobs too you know as a teacher and 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 or behavior health specialist all that stuff too. Yes. But I'm interested in in the Orange Theory job. You, mm. you think? I remember you doing the Orange Theory, and I, I could tell like you love doing those <laughs> Orange Theory. Class. I could tell yes, like yeah. like that was using your bag when you was doing that. It's like, oh, you think that that was like the, the that one job that that kind of propelled you into doing your own thing and like starting fast well so it's like this um so man it's like i'm well i'll say that i'm gonna have to write a book because it's been blessing after blessing but i realized that this journey i'm gonna receive some benefits from this journey but it's i feel like i'm here to affect the people that i'm gonna be training and that i can affect because how things be coming so like abundantly i'll be like okay yeah it's not about me it's about these 15 kids that's about to hopefully they get a scholarship one day. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right, that right there right. keeps me grounded. But the story, bro, of how Orange Theory worked out, um, I was, that's when I was leaving the, um, I was at Velocity Sports Performance. They closed down 2013. And uh, one, I met a lady the last three weeks there. And she used to work for the Charleston, Charleston uh, County and Parks and Rec. And mm. what she did was, Basically, they was creating an initiative called the um, Charleston Health- Healthy Initiative, and they were bridging the gap between fitness and healthcare. All right, okay. so they were trying to, because it's a big issue right now because doctors don't prescribe you a, a personal trainer, you know, mm-hmm. because they're like, oh, you need okay. to go work out, but you're like, okay, where? Like, they, they don't tell you what to do, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. it was right, trying to like right. build a bridge to where a doctor can be like, hey, here's a gym we can send you to, and you'll come back. Um, and in three or six months based on what y'all been doing, you know? Okay. Um, so 
So fast forward, that lady that I met, she ended up owning the Orange Theory, that, um, the first Orange Theory in, in, uh, in Charleston. Oh, okay. And um, I was at the beach um, just working with some people that after Velocity closed, I just had a couple emails that I, I gathered at the end. So I started sending emails and I worked out a group at the beach for the first time. And I saw her at seven o'clock at night riding a bike. And mm. I, I was like, I couldn't remember her name. I was like, hey. And she turned around on the bike and she was like, hey, um, oh my God, we, we chit chat, chopped it up real quick. She was like, I'm opening a place called Orange Theory. I want you to check it out. Mm. And I was like, you know, I wasn't into that. I was like, man, I'll check it out. I was like, you know, to be honest, I wasn't really in interested in becoming a fitness coach, but appreciate you. You know, I kind of turned it down ASAP. That's a bad part. It's a crazy part. <laughs> um, so, and she'd bring that up every once in a while. She'd hit me up and be like, we'll talk about that. But um, the journey at Orange Theory, they allowed me to, because I started fast right in 2013, right when Velocity closed. Right. And I was just doing some kids at the park, footwork and, you know, just exercise. You feel me? Yeah. But yeah. I wasn't doing fitness with adults, though. So they were like, look, you work with the kids, bro. You don't have to stop doing fast. We we need you in this building, though. You know what I mean? But when you leave here, we don't care what you do. You know right. what I mean? So right. that right there was able to. Uh, and plus on face, Facebook, I started to use, use it as a tool to where. Like, hey, I'm gonna start promoting this stuff to my Orange Theory people that, mm. that they can send their kids to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, right. So that, that kind of just it kind of came together. But um, I, last thing is, I end up leaving. Um, nothing bad happened. Actually, a great time, man. I just, I honestly, um, what I was doing at on the side at Fast started to grow enough to where I started feeling confident enough to where I feel like I can do that um, full time and. I just feel like I didn't want to overstay my welcome. It was got getting to the point where like, okay, yeah, like it's time to go. It's, I, I just felt it, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's actually, that's actually a good um, segue because I'm just going to ask as far, because you, you started fast when Velocity closed and then you started working Orange, Orange Theory. And it's crazy how that, how both of you guys kind of met, you know, I, I think that's, you know, that's, uh, divine intervention, destiny, fate, whatever you want to call that, for that to happen like that. Seven o'clock at night, you don't just, you yes. know what I'm saying? No. Uh, that don't just happen. You know, I don't think that's, you know, co coincidence. But what was it like trying to uh, build your brand with Fast and um, work at Orange Theory at the same time? What was that like? Well, it was, it was tough at I, first. Um, yeah, like what struggles or what, you know, what challenges did, yeah, what, like what challenges did you face as far as doing that? Because I know it, it was probably challenging. Yeah, well, um, mainly I, I did start to grow the vision of wanting to own my own place, but not okay. really understanding the um, the financial part at all. Just being mm. like, okay, I know that when people train with me, they love it. So I was like, I think I got something here. You know what I mean? Right. So right. it was like, I, I um people different. I would meet different people. Like you know, I'm pretty sure you guys, you guys, young men, y'all have met people throughout your journey that's dropped little dimes on you, dropped little pieces of information. You don't might even know them, but you might you might not forgot something yep. they said. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that kind of like, I, I've been yep. getting mentorship by strangers almost um, throughout this journey, man. It, it's been crazy. But um, the um, to answer your question, man, 
at um, for fast, excuse me, um, to develop it in Charleston, it, it's it's been I'd say um, it's, it's it's been a challenge because of this. All right, so we can just be real. Charleston is predominantly white city. All mm-hmm. right, and that doesn't stop um, anyone from my services, but right. it's not. It's people. Period. People are people mm-hmm. um, like familiarity. Oh, yeah. You know, so if right, if right. if I was in Atlanta, um, which is a majority black city, like it, it'd be easy to connect with a trainer because you know it's abundant of black trainers in a black city. So right. for me, it was like the lot, I got a lot of skepticism at first, and some of them mm-hmm. told me on the back end, like being honest, they was like, "Yeah, first we heard about you, we wasn't sure who you were, but." You know, I'm glad. I'm glad we did it. You know, because it was like some young black guy, like just training folks at the field. You know what I mean? So it was right. kind of like, who is that? You don't know him like that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I, so, yeah. I, I, I can definitely, I can definitely understand that. But, but yeah, it seems it's like been you... a, it's been a blessing, though, man. Like, um, I haven't had a lot of. Good. Uh, no, I was just saying. It seems like you, you definitely gotten over that challenge because I see you training a lot of younger like white kids and you know people of different uh you know people of all uh colors ethnicity everything so you got a very diverse clientele from what i can see right right yeah so really um orange theory helped with that let me tell you why so in um in any community um you just take even if you even take um color or a culture out of it um people have to you have to build a rapport with people, you know? Yeah. And right. once, um, once your name start to bu- bubble, with doing something positive. It kind of attaches to, um, when your name is attached to something positive, people feel good about, um, wanting to support something like that, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah. um, yeah. then people yeah. start to get to know me and they realize like, nah, I'm not really, I'm just out here trying to help these athletes because I actually am still just as athletic, but, I'm not trying to go to the NFL, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, and that, that's right. what we can talk about that later on too, because people always ask me that. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but the um as far as being down here though, man, it's it, it's been hey, what I can say is the number one question I get is why you never move back to Atlanta? And yeah. it's because down here in Charleston, I knew it was gonna be a challenge. I knew it, but I knew that the effect that I could have on the community and um, with something that's not offered here would be greater than the feeling that I would be feeding myself in a, in a city like Atlanta. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Hey man, so I, I want to, like, I want to, um, I want to like pause on that. Like, um, because as you were talking and talking about, you know, um, uh, talking about Atlanta, the difference between being Atlanta, being in Charleston, bro. I just think that you're listening. I think, you know, you're taking pieces, bits and pieces of what you got from your mom. Um, and what, you know, and, and, and listening to, to God, listening to yourself first, you know what I'm saying? But taking bits and pieces yeah. of your mom and, and maybe, you know what I'm saying? Obviously you don't prayed about it, but listening to Reggie first, bro. And Pop two. Yes. Entire family. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. shout out, shout yeah. out to your, shout out to your family, man, for direction. But, um, you know, right. uh, give yourself credit too, for understanding that what you have, it doesn't come in abundance in Charleston versus over here in Atlanta, it might be more available to somebody else. So what you're doing here is affecting more change because it's not, it's not as available. 
You know what I mean? I think Thank that, you. Yeah. You know, I I think that that's, yeah, no, I think that that speaks to, you know, your commitment to what you're doing for the community and other people. Cause it would be very easy for you to be like, I don't want to say selfish, but if you think about yourself more, because maybe you have more clientele in Atlanta, because maybe it, cater, right. you know, it caters to more, you know, to, to more ethnic background or something like that, um, which, you right. know, I'm it doesn't matter, you know, what your ethnicity is, what your socioeconomic status is, or anything like that, you're going to work with whoever wants, you know what I'm saying, to be better. You know what I'm saying? No matter. Exactly. No matter, yeah. no matter, exactly. no matter, no matter who that you That money are. green. And yeah. if you want to get better, you know what I'm saying? Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. but you, but you know that you can be groundbreaking and affect change in Charleston. And so I commend you for, for planting your seeds in Charleston and, and knowing that your change is going to be greater, greater there. I just, I think that's dope. Man, I appreciate that's it. Man. Yeah. Thank you for even noticing that, man. For real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you know, the, the thing is in Atlanta, of course, you know, we know a bunch of, I know there's like a lot of, uh, pro athletes that, that's come out of Atlanta and just celebrities in general. Right. But, right. Um, but you never know, like even in Charleston, you never know, you might end up training in the next AJ green or something. You know what Facts. I'm saying? Facts. Facts. So, you know, Facts. There's, there's, there's athletes everywhere and there's people who want to get better everywhere. So, you know, yes. you, you, you notice that and you, you, uh, you, you found your, you know, your lane and is is working for you, man. So it, Hey, I just applause, applause to that, man. Big time. Definitely do your thing. I've gotten some mentorship, man. So, um, so I definitely uh, appreciate the people that's been um, with me, like just throughout my journey. Um, definitely uh, shout out to Ryan Duncan. That's one of my trainers um, that was in Atlanta that helped me, uh, that surprise coached me that day. Like, hey, this coach Reggie, I'm like, hold up, hold up. There's another one. Um, it's another. Actually, um, shout out to Jessica Maria of Better Being Collective. That's her business name. Um, she's okay. been a pivotal person that, and within the, the fast um, location mm -hmm. um, because yeah. basically she came about, I met her working out at Gold's Gym, just, just doing like some box jumps and doing some stuff. And we just end up chit-chatting. And that was like 2016, 2018, I started the gas station. And she's like, what you doing now? I was like, I'm going to be opening the gym soon. So basically it was like, God sent her to me. She came by and basically gave me some skills on how to do some new mobility exercises to help my clients do get to the next levels. And also right. introduced me to a whole no, another way of training. So I got a new certification. So that's why I train more functionally, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's been like, it's been a blessing, man. And like, Sometimes um, on this journey, I can feel lonely because I feel like I wish I always had somebody that I can connect with that's the same, but they, they always come when 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 I need them, you know what I mean? Instead yeah. of just when I want them, you know? Yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. I, 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 go ahead, Kenji. No, I was going to say, um, so, you know, when it comes to the to the business part of it, you know, I know you said you didn't really know anything, like you knew the performance and the coaching mm -hmm. part, but you didn't really know anything about the business. So did you, how, does your, the the lady from the Orange Theory, they own the Orange Theory, are you getting, did you get mentorship from her or, you know, how did you learn about the, the business side of it, the finance side of it? Did you have a mentor or did you just kind of, you know, do well, your thing, um, just learn as you go? It can, that's a good question. And honestly, well, I think um, I would say Miss Kim. Okay, so um, it's been two ladies that 
um, another just came came about and they just saw a young man that was working on something. So they they uh, had faith in me and just went out on the limb, you know? Um, yeah. Miss Kim, um, she, I went to the bank one day. I was, and I was just like, cause I was trying to find out how to form an LLC. And I know um, someone told me you can do that with your bank and then you can just talk to them. They can file it. They can file it um, through the secretary of state at the bank or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, so I, I set up a meeting with her and um, I, I wasn't sure because I, I read about it. But when you were reading about stuff like LLC, corporation, you, you kind of need somebody to explain it to you because mm-hmm. it, it, all these words, you don't really know what to expect, you know? Right. Um, right. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know. I really don't know the difference between them. So she took time to break it down to me. And mm-hmm. I started off as a sole proprietorship. And basically, she um, helped me kind of, she come, or I say over like a one year period, um, we became to where um, we did barter training her. And I, then I would meet her at the bank on, on like random times to uh, like uh, during the day to be, basically she became my financial advisor type. Like, hey, okay. look, this is what you're supposed to do. Like, like you know, this is how much taxes are taken out as a, um, as a, um, excuse me, as an entrepreneur. Um, you need to be doing this because um, you don't want year three to show that you're still at a loss um, because the, um, the the IRS doesn't want declared as a real business. Right. You know, there's right. little tidbits like that that you won't know just by um, just common knowledge, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her and the, um, quickly answer your question about um, Marianne. Um, Marianne says she's definitely been a big um, part of this journey. Um, she, um, after Orange Theory, Basically, she opened another gym um, that's here now in Charleston called Bar 3. And she's been a pivotal person in this journey because she is very knowledgeable about how to run a business. Right. And, right. Um, and so she got Orange Theory to where it got three locations in Charleston, the first. And we, I honestly, I'm very proud to be a part of that team because we had, we beat LA, which was the number one uh, location in the world at the time. And wow. the Charleston, little old Charleston beat LA as far as memberships we had 1700 so wow. like wow. hey that was we all attribute that to her because she we it was basically nine men getting managed by this one small lady you know what i mean so it was right. like shout out to marianne man you did your thing man. all right that's what's up shout <laughs> out to marianne so, yeah big time big time like, <laughs> all right <laughs> um yeah, yeah. And, and and with that, you know what I'm saying, just like you said, um, you know, just feel, feeling like, you know, God brought those individuals to you um, that help you, you know, just kind of like take uh, take you under their wing, so to speak, and kind of let's like show you the business side, show you little tidbits of information that's just going to help you continue to grow your business. Um, so at yeah. this point, man, Fast has been flourishing, bro. Like, I just want to just talk about that, man. We've seen not only your clientele grow, but your followers grow. You you got a TikTok video out there that went viral. You got like four million people that don't watch this thing now. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> but no, seriously, like I mean, and just your 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 approach to everything and the way the way you you go about it. Um, you don't typically train the way I see other trainers train, man. Like your focus is so specific, man, and I I just think it's so different. And so that I think that's also a reason why you know you attract so many. Um, what do you what do you see your vision? Uh, will be you know with fast within the next you know five or so years or what what's your what's your vision like do you plan on open another fast or or you know what what do you see next for uh, for fast in general oh man thanks for asking man um so that that's a question that i just 
came to a crossroads too, um, because because I recently visited visited Miami in February, and um, when I first um, created my business plan, it was the initiative to potentially uh, franchise once I see what the business is growing, you know, and mm. uh, I'm like, okay, I can see that I'm I'm on year two and a half right now, so I'm like, okay, mm. things are working out, so I, I don't see it slowing down, especially if I start mashing the gas with some marketing maybe another location could be in the place, you know? Yeah, um, right. So um, that definitely would be um, an amazing opportunity. But right now, um, what I decided was to focus um, all my efforts into my location now and to try to grow that as much as possible to where I can take care of home. You know what I mean? That's That's been the location that's been putting food on the table. Right, so yeah. I feel like once that flourishes and once people, you know, the community is like, fast is the place to be and you know we, we got like we, and then and as well as we're seeing the results from the actual training not mm -hmm. just it just being a cool gym it's like hey um we we're about results um so right. once those things start to grow more and i would love to own real estate uh that's dope i'm gonna <laughs> uh, i'm gonna let cam i got a follow-up question because as soon as you i know you said real estate so i'm gonna let cam follow up after this but um <laughs> when you said when you said take care of home I immediately, I think I thought about what you said recently um, or a little bit earlier in the interview when uh, you were talking about um, guys going to the NFL. So I want to touch on that. I know they come to come to you for that. So, like, just talk about that a little bit. Uh, talk about that a little bit real quick and, like, explain, like, you know, how's that been, you know, kind of preparing these guys or these these young kids for, you know, potentially being the next NFL star, man? What's that like? Oh man, it's it's super rewarding, man. The number one reason that it's that I love it is because they they come in ready to grind. It's right. like it's like they got a mission, and literally it makes me work harder. It makes me like, okay, these boys coming in, they want it. They they trying to get to that NFL. They trying to feed the fam. So right. it's like, okay, let me go hit these books real quick to make sure I'm caught up. To make sure they know how to run the phone because they always changing the rules when it comes to NFL stuff like. Oh, before it was like your hand got to be behind the line. Now it's like you can put your hand on the line or on the 40. It's like little stuff like that to make sure they're super prepared. So no right. disqualifications, no, um, just making sure they can eliminate the stressors. But um, for um, Cam, and you hit on something as well, it's like, like going to be a conglomerate answer. Um, what I do is I focus my training off of a biomechanical and a functional mobility aspect. All right. So what mm -hmm. that means is we train in all planes of motion. So we train forward, lateral and rotational. All right. Now, since our body moves like that, I focus a lot on basically how we already move and enhance that. So okay. it's like, hey, if I can if I can run pretty fast, let's find out why we're not super fast if I'm already fast. There's probably right. something that right. um that isn't timed correctly or something. So it's like this taking it's it's almost like um taking which this athlete that's already super athletic and they come into you like help me get better and you're like man like what else can I do you already right. but <laughs> then that's when you realize biomechanics you know it's like right. hey the first thing I'll do sometimes man to, to mess with these guys when, when we're stretching and stuff I'm like um I'm like, I'm like who can touch their toes. Man, you see some guys in here running four one, four two, can't even touch the toes. You know what I mean? So right. it's like, oh, okay, yeah. So you're at high risk of injury. You right. uh, you might blow your knee out on year two. Right. Uh, yeah, let's get you more mobile before we even start hitting some real weights. Wow. You know what I mean? Right. That's good, man. That's that's attention to detail for sure. Yeah, it absolutely. Requires a lot, man. Because if not, 
I'm accountable. I feel like if they train with me for a specific amount of time and they go and, you know, um, like get injured right away, just on a, on something, you know, you know, the undertrained injuries, such as like hamstring tear, such as mm-hmm. like, um, like shoulder getting blown out. That's because um, you, you, you're too front heavy instead of um, back being tight, right, you know? Right. So it's right. certain things that, you know, that were just undertrained other than just freak accidents, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, oh no, not on my clock. Y'all not gonna leave here and go get injured, man. Yeah. That's the, that's like no sir. Where <laughs> <laughs> where, yeah. Um, you know, you, you talked about being being front heavy. I learned that I, I worked at a gym for a short period of time, and I learned that mm. at the gym, like yeah, you, know, you want to open up that open up your chest. You know, a lot, a lot of cats they they just lifting, they just bench pressing, trying to open up, they trying to make their chest big, but you really gotta back. work your back. You really got what your back, got you, right. bro. Yeah, right. you hit that back, that chest gonna grow too, cause they gonna give a bigger platform. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, I, I didn't know that young when I was younger, but yeah, I learned that as I as I got a little bit older. And but yeah, that's, that's good stuff. So, so I got a question for y'all, man, real quick. If, uh, sorry, about yeah, that. yeah. You, you, no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. Okay, so all right, man. Um, being y'all, y'all, 34. Yeah, I just turned 34. Yeah, I'm not that boy. Oh, when your birthday, June or May, when your birthday, I know it's coming up sometime. Yeah, it's in June. It's in June. Okay, that I know it's like sometime around there. Because, all right, so now being the age that y'all are right now, all right, do y'all feel like you you thought you was gonna feel um in your 30s, or do you feel like you're still in your 20s? Man, I, I'm gonna like, like that first game. Yeah, most of the time I feel like I'm still in my 20s because I thought that um, I thought that I used to think 30s, 34 was like old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now, yeah. now I'm like, shit, I'm just getting started. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, other than I would say like even I think I probably I probably passed my peak, but I'm still like kind of on that higher end as far as my mm-hmm. athleticism, you know what I'm saying? So like, um, the, the biggest Facts. difference is the biggest difference is I'm just, I'm just as strong as I used to be. Not quite, but I'm still, cause I don't lift as much, but I'm still very strong. You know, I'm still, I can still True. move just as good. Uh, the biggest difference that I see is that I just can't yeah. eat the same. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was in my twenties or, you know, 18 to 22 yeah. in college, I could go in the, in the calf and eat all kind of junk. You know what I'm saying? I could eat pizza right. and, and you know, eating corn dogs every right. day and to- Tostino's pizzas and Chinese <laughs> food and not just bullshit, right? I like Fact. all day, every day, Fact. parties, you know, and, and, and when you're still good, but I can't do that now. That's the biggest difference. Right. It's like, exactly. Cause I started getting that, I started getting that belly fat, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, Man, I'm just I feel just as like energized, strong, and everything as I did in my twenties, man. Yeah, that's um uh just y'all, to y'all boys look good too, boy. Appreciate it, man. man. Hey man, <laughs> trying to trying to be like you, man. Um but no, nah, really, cool uh, but now nah, to reiterate, reiterate what Cam said, I just um uh I can honestly say, bro, I feel better at 33 than I feel at felt at 23. Um it's it's mm. it's a it's amazing. It's amazing to feel like that, you know, it's, um, uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously I, I told you guys earlier um, in an interview that, you know, um, I didn't really stop growing until after college. Um, 
but then you know um, I just can I just can you know <laughs> consistently you know just kept just trying to work out but not just you know not just lift but you know still run you know what I mean um you know Cam pushes me to run because he runs and you know I got you know guys in my circle that you know they consistently run on a you know um you know over time and that just you know motivates me um but not just you know uh not just like I said lifting man I started doing yoga I started doing all yeah. all this all this all these other mm. different things man just to make sure I keep my body limber um I'm way I'm, I'm way more flexible than I used to be so I don't know man I I, I feel good you know 30 30 feels better than 20. I definitely got a little bit more money in my pocket. Thank you know. Uh, <laughs> yes, sir. Thank, yes, sir. Yeah. Thank God, man. So it feel good. Yeah. I ain't got no complains, bro. Real talk. That was up. Uh, and that's amazing, man. Yeah. Hey, I can tell me y'all boys look happy, man. Hey, and it shows, bro. So yeah. yeah. Hey, you too. You too, man. You too. Yo, Drek, Greg mentioned yoga. Yo, Reggie. I, Thank you, man. I, you, you, the per, you know, you put me on. Well, you was the first. I don't even say you put me on yoga. I knew about yoga, but when me and you went to yoga that time, you took me. That's the first time I ever did yoga. <laughs> hey, that job was. Hey, that job was lit too, that, man. Bro. Hey, that job. Oh, hey, it was hot yoga. I remember that, man. Hey, it was fun. Yes. I, re- I enjoyed it. Oh, I enjoyed I it. All about that. I'm glad you brought hey, it up. Yoga. Then yeah. the, actually, the first the and I know you, uh, Cam. You talk about uh, Reggie was like the the first person that kind of like you went to um, an actual yoga class with yeah. um, Alicia took me to my first yoga class. It was hot yoga. I remember, I remember going, it was like, it was an hour, but um, I had worked out. <laughs> I had worked, I had worked out the day, the day before, like I was lifting, you know what I'm saying? I thought mm-hmm. I was doing something, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm pretty sure I was like putting up some good weight too. Uh, and the next day I went to hot yoga for an hour. I sweated more during hot yoga, not because it was hot, but because like, the consistency, like yoga will humble you if you don't do it oh, consistently, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I was immediately humbled. I was sore. I was like, what is this? So, and that's what made me do it consistently. Cause I was like, I could tell, I was like, all right, your body not used to this. This is a different mm-hmm. challenge for you. You might as well keep doing it. And I was like, all right. So, um, yeah, that, that was, it, it was humbling for me. Cause I, I was definitely like, uh, yeah, nah, you ain't got it. You thought you had it, but you ain't got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yoga okay. is. I, I need to do that more, to be honest, man. To I, I need to go to a yoga class soon. It's it's like therapy, to be honest, and mm. really, just moving your body like that is healing, yeah. especially holding those stretches. Right. So yes, I definitely. I'm an advocate of yoga. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up, man. So so Reggie, uh, going back into the the business, um, you you've been growing, so. T- tell us like what is i guess what kind of what what advice would you give um to an up and coming um fitness trainer on growth and like you know what are the things that you do to grow your business what's the what's the secret sauce i guess all right um what I, what i would say okay so what i would say to a young entrepreneur um that is um coming up in the fitness uh, industry is to don't make it about your ego you know, make it all about right. um, your journey. Make it all about the clients because it's enough of those guys out there. Just they're just trying to flex their muscles just to get paid. You know what I mean? And yeah, right. really, it's a lot of people that when you look past, I've have a lot of clients right now because I had to make a decision for myself. Like you know what? There's more from like let's say about four years ago. I was like, nah. Number one, um, 
it's it's a guy that went to uh, the Citadel when we was at uh, when we was at Charleston Southern. His name is Josh Haney, and his uh, his dad is a uh, famous bodybuilder named Lee Haney. Yeah, and, um, yeah, high school, yeah. Um, he went to yeah. high school with me, and his dad um, his dad said like when I when I went back home, um, I guess this is yeah oh yeah yeah when I had got in trouble when we went home, I ended up talking to him and stuff like that, and he was like you know he was like you'll do fine in the fitness industry. He was like now you know one thing now. He was like, you're going to have a lot of women coming at you. He was like, how you be successful <laughs> as a fitness trainer is not to shit where you eat. You know what I mean? Oh, um, yeah. So um, that right there has kept me uh, on a straight path as well to like, man, there's plenty of women okay. out here, but uh, yep. you don't have to talk to the ones that are just close to you. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, so, that's right. And, and that's where a lot of people don't make it in fitness. <laughs> um, yeah. And also... Um, financially, focus on your marketing. <laughs> focus on your marketing because if you, um, as a fitness trainer, if you are, if you have integrity and you are actually changing your client's life by giving them what they need because they're, and, and but that means multiple things though. That means um, having integrity enough to where if somebody's coming to you for something that you don't offer to refer out, you know what I mean? Right. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Um, right. Doing that, but um, because man, it's, it's it's like it's a lot that goes into this, but it's a lot of people. Instagram, man, it, it it's a, it's a journey for me by itself because I'm competing with guys on there who just start working out and now they say they're a personal trainer and they mm-hmm. like got a hundred thousand followers. You know what I mean? And yep. then like here I am with a full business and it's hard for me to even post stuff sometimes. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, um, right. But to answer your question, um, social media has been my number one way that I've gained kept kept my name on people's mind. I would say that. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. You know what I mean? It's okay. like, I'll throw a crazy video up there. Like, even though my videos don't represent fully what I do or what I really offer all my clients, some some of them, um, it it still reminds people of the Orange Theory days. It still reminds people when they go to my page of like, I do fitness. So they might yeah. reach out like, hey, um, what, what's your prices again? You know, it's right, so it's- right. um, okay. So I'm working on, right now that's the, the advice that i would give the young guy that marketing um i did it backwards i worked i started off with um i had a set of clients before i opened my building in 2018 and i knew that it was going to grow but i focused a lot on the aesthetics and making sure the experience was going to be amazing and mm. what i would say is do that but if you up and coming man focus on i would say don't go don't even sleep don't up until you open passing out cars, getting everybody that you single know to know your business name. Mm. And he said, because by the time you flip that switch and doors open, right, it's out right. there. You know yeah. what I mean? It's out yeah, there now, yeah. instead of doing it on the back end. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's like yeah. going back. That's good. That's good, <laughs> That's man. what I would do. <laughs> so, um, okay. Yeah, man, no, I, I was just going to say, man, that's 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 good info, man. You definitely dropped the gym, um, especially with um, what Lee Haney told you. I think it goes back to what you uh, what you told us um, where you're going through your journey, um, but you meet different people that just kind of give you certain things that kind of stick with you and allows you to continue to grow in success. And that's one of those things where it's like, you know, um, don't shit where you eat. Like, you know, it's like like certain 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 things like that, little things like that, when certain situations may come up it literally is going to go and you're like, nah, like you're not about to throw me off my path or any right. situation like that. So Temptation. that's, yeah. You yeah. gotta be like, nope. 
<laughs> yeah, so I, I yeah. think I think that's definitely a gem, man. But um, man, you've um you've gave you know some great info, man. Not only have you dropped knowledge, but I I just think your story is like super inspirational, bro. And um, just to see your yeah. growth, uh, your growth from where you are now. One thing that City of Savages um prides itself on is giving our flowers, bro, and giving you your flowers as you know as not only you know an entrepreneur, but you know business owner. Um you know, and what, and what you do. And from your, the beginning of your journey till now, bro, like, like this is just the beginning for you because I, I, we remember, we remember you, you know, saying from CSU and to see you grow, bro, like that, to see everything coming to fruition is like beautiful. So, you know, yeah. like it, it's just, it's, it's only, you know, it's only the beginning, bro. So like I said, it's inspirational, but just giving you a flowers, man, just keep doing what you're doing and, and continuing to just, you know, um, you know, plant the seeds for these individuals because like, you know, um, obviously God is blessing you to bless others. So. Yeah. You know, and I want to, and I want to add to that, man. Um, you know, yes, uh, another, another, uh, Atlanta, another, a, a famous Atlanta person. Um, uh, you ever heard, I know, you know, who Inky Johnson is Reggie, but you know, Inky Johnson, I always talk about, yeah. yeah, he always talk about, you know, that adversity, right. And, you know, one of the things you, you talked about in your story was you, you're going through that adversity at, several times, but specifically when you got, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but specifically, you know, when you got in trouble, um, you know, when you got, we got caught up on the drug testing and a lot yeah. of cats, a lot of cats would go home and be f- feeling sorry for themselves and, and kind of give up and never go back to school and, and never, never finish where they started. And, you know, and lose that inspiration. So, you know, I want to, of course, like, like Greg said, we give your flowers, man, but I want to just, um, you know, just let you know, like, you know, I'm proud of you and it's so dope, man. Inspirational that, you know, Facts. you didn't let that adversity stop you Facts. from doing what you're doing, man. Because if you let that adversity stop you, not only would that, that, didn't, that don't just affect you, that affect all the other people who's, lives you change through what you do big facts you know what i'm saying so you know big ups to you man shout out shout out to you and what you do bro yeah yeah thank you man i appreciate that like i don't ever think about it like that man like that's deep bro appreciate that yeah yeah yeah, sure absolutely Mm -hmm. man so you know with that being said man uh before we go into this next segment i just want to ask you what what inspires you what inspires me man um the in in short, um, I would say initially what inspired me inspired me to be an entrepreneur was um, the seeing my father get laid off uh, from a company that he worked for for almost twenty years. Mm-hmm. All right, and um, that was when I was in um, I think I was in eighth grade, and it was like he was forty something. It was tough for him to get a job after that. He know you know getting something, but it was like man, like, I ain't know people can do you like that. I, you can work for a company down there 20 years and they can just be like, you know what? We closing that whole department down, all 150 of y'all. We don't need you no more. Yeah. You're right. like, hold up, like, hold up, like, time out. Like, what you mean? Like, yeah. Right. So I seen that happen. Then the, um, then 08 hit with the, um, you know, with everything with the stock market and all that. So right. everything went bad. And I was like, um, that kind of inspired me to not want to feel like, um, what I was doing, um, as far as being into fitness, I didn't want to feel like, 
oh, just because the gym closed down, I ain't got a job no more. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? And right. um, so that's one um, that inspired me to be more, um, go more of the entrepreneur route. And plus, yeah. I, I, I take instructions well, but I'm, I'm creative. And it's hard to like um, show your creativity sometimes when you always got like a cap. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. But to to, um, to fully answer that is, um, my well, I recently got a new inspiration. And it's my my brother. My brother, he he, uh, I have an older brother. Um, he's forty. He let me know that, you know, like how the family was looking at me. You know, like mm-hmm. man, you know, you the only person in my family that ever like really had a physical business, and like mm-hmm. he like you know let me know he's proud of me. And I was like, man, like I, I really didn't don't because I'm so like go 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 and trying to build. I don't right, take right. the time sometimes to like look look at what I what I'm when I'm when I'm looking like to anybody else or you know. So it, yeah. it, it it was like, man, damn, I'm doing this for the fam, man, for real. Like I'm gonna try to go far as I can to where like man, Ellington can be known even if it's in Charleston, even though my family from Georgia, like. Hey, we build a legacy in Charleston, and who yeah. knows who's gonna go from there? You know what I mean? That's good stuff, oh, yeah. yeah. So that's the way. That's so good. That's good stuff, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dang, that's that's real good, man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Love it. But yeah, man. Um we'll move we'll go ahead and move on to our next segment. Yeah. So our next set, our next segment, we call this the Fab Five. So we we ask okay. all of our all of our guests five questions. And these are just like five fun questions, kind of like a lightning round. I was help us get to know you better and, and just have a little bit of fun here. Word, word. So I'm gonna let Greg, I'm gonna let Greg pop it off with yes. the first question. All right, man. So uh into the fab right. five. What's the last song you listened to? Um <laughs> all right, it's funny. Um I listened to some Mary J. Blige. Um I think it was that um uh, my life. Okay, okay. <laughs> Right. Hey, shout out to Mary, man. Ain't nothing wrong with Mary, man. That's a legend, bro. Hey, Mary, Mary. Well, not Mary, Mary, but Mary. Jack. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, that's what's up, man. All right, question. <laughs> question number two. Question number two. Uh, what? What's your favorite exercise? My favorite exercise. Um, I would say the. Mm, I would say kettlebell swings or a power clean. Mm, okay. um, power clean, okay. it used to be my nemesis, but like it's a full, it's the quintessential full body exercise. You know what I mean? Right. And if, if you like press for time, put 135 on that bad boy, hit five cleans, five burpees, five rounds, shit, you got a full ad workout right there. Mm. <laughs> so I- like, um that's it <laughs> let me let me uh, interject real quick man um <laughs> do you do you, uh this for me this ain't i y'all y'all out there listening i know that i know this for y'all but this for me right here do you have a uh do you have a video um that is that is for clean that is clean specific um so put out to for like form yeah yeah because i i would watch that joint like i'm a, i want to go see it so i can put that so i can do that you know what i mean Most definitely well um i don't well i actually have one of my um my drafts that i'm planning to post i didn't okay. have it put it out yet because um social media just been kind of like crazy for me to grasp at the time but 
yeah. I, I think I kind of figured it out now. <laughs> okay. I got you. I got you. All right, man. Right, so right. question number three, jump right back into it. What's your favorite book? My favorite book, I would say um, I've read it twice because I had to go back. I say the four agreements. Mm. Okay. I just yeah, recently yeah. read that one for the first time, man. And um, it's, it's a good one, man. I think the biggest yes. agreement that I've had to adjust to and that's helped me is like not taking things personally. Yeah. Um, um, that's, that's a, that's a big, that's a for me. So that's, that's a good book, man. I'm gonna have to probably try to read that every, every year. So. Oh yeah. Yes. And yeah, that's what's up. You, you the second guest that, that, uh, mentioned that book, man. Yeah. Yeah. Good that's start. a good, that's a good one. All right. Question number four. Um, how, how was it taking your first official vacation since opening fast? Man, <laughs> amazing. amazing man um uh, shout out to juliana that's my boo we went down there together um and that was a that was a amazing time and just like because i always i've been to miami a couple times but not not never like as an adult you know what i mean mm, yeah. and, uh, i've been like you know as a young man but to go now um and to appreciate culture a little bit more and to um and so been out of the country before, but to see that have the aspect of being out of the country without the language barrier in Miami, man, <laughs> it, I just really just felt amazing being down there, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it was February and it was already in the eighties. So it was oh, like, yeah. man, life's good right now. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, we, um, I tropical baby. <laughs> yeah. So I saw you, man. And, um, it, you know, I, um, I think you touched on us looking happy, man, but, um, you looked happy out there, man. You look, you look good. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you look, uh, you look refreshed, bro. You know what I mean? It just, it looked like a hard work paid nice. off type, <laughs> hard work paid off type of moment. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Man. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yes. Oh my goodness. I, I'm ready to go back. To be honest, like it was just the environment of. So as y'all know, man, Charleston is not really a big diverse city. You know. So yeah. Um, just to be down there with, uh, like, just. There's so many like cultural, I mean, on different cultures, and it saw a lot of black people that was fit. Like it just right. felt healthy, it felt good. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Miami, yo, Miami's a different world. Like I remember when we went down there. We were we originally went with Gray in like 2013, I think it was. Yeah, man. man. Yep, yep. 20, yeah, 2012 or 2013. But anyway, man, I was like, yo, this is a whole like it's a different world, yo. It's like, different. It's different, man. That it's that like, was an amazing. It's, it's like trip. nothing you ever seen, yeah. But but yeah, you're right, man. It's super diverse, and like you just see, mm. like you said, yeah. man. You see so many people that's that's fit. You see a bunch of ballers. All Everybody got all the nice cars. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Miami's oh, man. lit, yo. Miami's yeah. lit, yo. Beach is so. nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, beautiful man. beach. That's like that's one of the best parts to me because just to even to set out there. Seeing that clear water, man, and like the sand was like different in Charleston sand because it is just, it don't just be everywhere all over your body. It's like you can just brush it off. Yeah. Like that was one of the things yeah. I noticed. I was like, damn, even the sand different down here. Bro. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, nah, Char Charleston, yeah, Charleston Beach, man. Charleston Beach is like slight. It's like a mixture of sand and dirt. <laughs> but it's like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like yeah. Miami, you got you got sand, sand, like right. real sand. Right. Right. Yeah, man. Right, go ahead, go ahead, Greg. 
All right. Last one. Uh, yeah, my bad. So, um, final question. Um, will the Tampa Bay Buccaneers repeat as champions? <laughs> oh man, you know what? Um, looking forward this year. I don't know, man. Um, I, I'm. Do they do? I'm not sure if they had any trades just recently, but I'm thinking. Well, Mahomes. That kid did his thing, man. I mean, uh, not Mahomes, uh, cause I was thinking about um, Chiefs. Brady, is, you think Brady gonna come back? Oh yeah, he coming back for sure. Yeah, he coming back. Um, he coming back. Gronk's coming okay. back. Um, they got a lot of young guys with a lot of veteran people too. Um, I think specifically a lot of guys renewed their contracts or thought about leaving. That's not leaving just because Brady is staying and just because Gronk is staying. So. I if um yeah. you know it's crazy because you know hey, I, I would say too shit. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I I don't I don't know, man. Um, I don't know how how um I think Kansas City can hang with them, um, but I think Baltimore can hang with them, but I I don't know, man. It 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 it'll be crazy to see. So well, I just yeah. wondering, you know, I we know you're a football I fan, so just wondering it, what you think. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Mahomes. No, nah, you know, a, a, a traditionally a Falcons guy. Right, right. Oh, right, yeah, right. of course, of course. What'd you say? Not gonna say, uh, I was saying Mahomes, <laughs> he got he yeah. gonna have a chip on his shoulder now. He gonna have that chip on his shoulder. So I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then he he was then he's young out there. So yeah, the more he gets the experience, man, and like to play at that kind of level, it, I don't know, bro. It's it, it might be a fight, but we don't know. I, I, I'm trying. I'm, clear, I'm curious to see what the Ravens, like you said, the Ravens gonna do, because mm-hmm. last year it wasn't. Hey, they they made it all the way to the end, and right. uh, so it, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. feel. I feel like. I feel like Pat Mahomes and um, Lamar Jackson. I think they both kind of playing with chips on their shoulders this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because you know they they hear a whole lot of people talking about what they can and can't do. Um. So, um. So we'll see. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Where's Cam? Y'all know about Cam? What Cam? What Cam gonna do? Cam New? He's still with New England. Um, they uh, did he re did he up? Uh, I'm pretty sure he did, man. Uh, unless they changed something. Um, okay. Bill Belichick said he was at least rocking with Cam for one more year. Um, okay. Listeners out there, fact check me. But um, the last I I, I I seen, he was still rocking with New England. So. Okay. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah, man. All right, I got a I got a bonus question. Since you you was a running back, okay. Reggie, who's the who's the yes, goat? Who's the goat running back? Goat for me, Barry Sanders. Okay. All day. All and, day. Um, <laughs> after that, the young goat is Adrian Peterson to me in my mm. era. You know what I mean? Even yeah. though he, even though he got hurt so many times, whatever was just a horse, man. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, he was an animal. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. he was different. Really? He was different. I um yeah. I thought you was gonna say Barry Sanders. So you you know yeah I would consider you uh, somebody that knows football because that's my go to. <laughs> yes, uh, oh yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> I know my yeah, my yeah. pops will probably say uh, sweetness. He'll probably say Walter Payton. But that... you good? You good, Cam? Yeah, yeah. I was freezing up a little bit over here, but I think I'm back now. Well, um, man, listen. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, nah, no. Nah, I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna agree with y'all, man. Yeah, Barry. I, I agree, Barry Sanders. He the goat, man. Running backs, the athleticism is crazy. But, I know. Yeah, man. Ankle mobility. They're be leaning to the side. Right. <laughs> <Still be getting laughs> <up. laughs> 
damn. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah facts. <laughs> hey Reggie, man, we um we've appreciated you and your time, and we're not gonna keep you too long. Um, as far as you know, um, you know, extending extending the welcome, man. But you you always welcome. You know, we go way back, but um, everything we say, I mean, we mean we mean what we say. But um, excuse me, we mean what we say, bro. When we say uh, just continue pushing, continue thriving. Um, I got I got to get me some some fast gear, man. I see I see you got the, the oh, shirts, yes. and, the, uh, the different things. So I, I want to represent while I'm up here in Charlotte, man. Um, and good. I, and, and I can't wait to, the, uh, when I'm in Charleston, I'm staying more than a day or two. I'm going to connect with you, man. We're going, and uh, I'm going to work out with you, man. Got um, to, man. Got um, to, man. You know, hit, hit some back, hit some legs, hit something, you know what I'm saying? Man, we're going we're gonna to do it, man. I can't wait. But, um, what, what you're going to do, man, um, give the listeners out there, man, a final gym. We usually always do that, man. Something that you want to leave the people with and then let them know where they can find you, man, as far as your IG handles and everything like that. Um, okay. I'm going to leave people with this. Um, stay confident. All right. Look, and, and especially uh, with um, how today's world is, man, it's, we get a lot of influence. We get a lot of micro, we get a lot of microaggressions. Look, mm. um, you are enough. Uh, you were born enough. You always will be enough. Remind yourself that daily. Breathe deep and stay confident. All right. Um, you can find me at Love. Fast World Class on Instagram. And the business page is Fast Athletic Performance. Fast World Class or Fast Athletic Performance. Just type in fast and you'll see the kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Word. All right, Cam. All right. Hey, it's good stuff. Hey, Reggie. Hey, appreciate you, man. Uh, love the gym. It's good stuff, man. Hey, everybody, you, you are man. enough. Hey, again, we appreciate your time, Reggie. Appreciate the interview, uh, all the gyms you dropped, man, and, and showing love. And like Greg said, man, hey, keep doing your thing. And hey, I, I can't wait to see what you do next, bro. Thank Big you, facts. man. Once yeah, again, yeah. I'm honored that y'all even had me on the show, man. This is a big time blessing, bro. Can't wait to share it. Definitely. I hope y'all boys Absolutely. blow up. You know what I'm saying? Hey, um, <laughs> once again, appreciate it. Man, that's amazing. I definitely aspire to be like y'all boys one day for sure, man. Word, man. Hey, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Hey, for everybody out there, appreciate y'all listening to the City of Savages podcast. This is episode 17 with Reggie Ellington. Go cop the merch. Go yeah. visit his gym. Go support the page. Go check out the TikTok videos, Instagram yes, videos, oh. Facebook videos, <laughs> all, all, that. That. all that. All that. All yes, that. And so. we out. So-